welcome to this week's episode of Floor 9. I am your host, Scott Elcherson, uh, and this week we have many special guests uh, here to talk about the latest and greatest uh, in podcasting. So first and foremost, I want to welcome Christina Andronley to the podcast. Hi, good to be back. And then a special guest this week from our Magna team here at IPG are Michelle and Vincent. So guys, welcome to Floor 9. Hello. Happy to be here. Glad to have you on board. Um, so before we get into today's episode, uh, I'm really, you know, just for our listeners out there, what what part of Magna are you guys from? You know, what are your day-to-days? What do you do? Just kind of give some background on, on yourselves and why we're here today to talk about podcasting. Sure. So quick intro about Magna. So you all know that Magna is the IPG Media Brands uh, entity doing uh, investment primarily, but also innovation. And Michelle and I are part of uh, of the intelligence uh, unit. Uh, and we do, we do two things essentially. We analyze audience and media consumption trends. And more, more specifically, Michelle and I are in, into market research and forecasting. We focus on ad dollars, uh, where they come from, where they go, growth, market shares uh, for all media types in the US and in 70 markets globally. Wow. Awesome. Well, I think it's the uh, the perfect team to have to talk about the state of the podcast industry. So uh, just some topics that we're going to be overviewing today are going to be one, this is the current state of the podcast advertising industry. Uh, notably, Magna just came out with their industry update specific to podcasting. So it's going to be a very meta podcast today about podcasting and the industry itself. So I'm excited to get into that. Uh, but also we're going to be talking about how brands are activating in the space, uh, some current challenges, um, looking at analytics and metrics, uh, and then, of course, talking about some conversation about you know, how we see the space evolving um, in the future. So uh, I listened, or not listened, I read the report, love the report. Um, but my first question to the both of you uh, is I noticed in the sampler listener profiles, uh, you guys kind of listed some podcasts that you guys enjoy listening to, but Floor 9 wasn't included in anybody's listener profile. Uh, so I'm just curious to know, um, what's up with that? <laughs> We're going to change it today. Yeah. <laughs> and hard-hitting question right yeah, off the bat. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Um, but yeah, so hopefully that'll change um, after today's excellent episode. Uh, but also, so just we are, we are talking about podcasting and, and as fans of podcasts. Uh, what are the, re- the most recent episodes that everyone has listened to? So Christina, I would love to hear from you first. Um, you know, what was the latest podcast episode that you have listened to? I did just listen to Floor Nine's recent episode on Libra, which was, um, it's a special hell to hear yourself speak on a podcast, but it was <laughs> quite a good one. Um, another one that I listened to this morning was actually the Glossy podcast. Um, they do a lot of reporting on direct-to-consumer brands, and this one was with High Snobiety uh, launching e-commerce, which is just an interesting shift in the marketplace around drop culture and um, kind of streetwear becoming luxury. Oh, that's super. And it was High Snobby always doing e-commerce or is that just like brand, brand spanking just new? Just launched. Very cool. Yeah. We'll have to give them, give them a listen. Michelle, what about you? What's been the, the latest and greatest episode that you've listened to from a podcasting perspective? I just listened to an episode of Reply All. Oh, nice. Explained how Facebook targets advertising without actually eavesdropping on your conversations. And then they had people call in to say whether or not they believed Facebook was not listening to them. And what was the result? Did they? No uh... one believed Facebook was not <laughs> listening to them. 
Yeah, they do a lot of data collection, but that was a, I remember that episode, like that was a good episode. Um, I always love hearing about, you know, whether or not massive corporations are actually tapping into our uh, personal devices and uh, spying on us. Uh, So Vincent, how about yourself to round us out here? What's Um, been your latest episode? Yeah, probably uh, the latest one is uh, last night, coming back from work in the train, listening to Football Weekly, which is a, a British podcast about football in England by The Guardian. Uh, But recently also I I listened to uh, Homecoming uh, by Gimlet Studios. It was my first time listening to uh, a a drama uh, podcast. So that that was interesting. Nice. How'd you like it? So because I'm interested to know for me, like when I listen to podcasts, I'm mainly doing it for educational purposes. Like I like the list of that I go through is all around like tech and business and marketing to really help me perform better at my job day to day. Uh, but when you guys are listening to podcasts like the football podcast or the reply all podcast, where or what kind of, uh, I guess area you find podcasting the most informative is it re- education is it relaxing and just for fun? Like what, why do you guys like podcasts? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I mostly listen to podcasts to relax and nice. just to have fun. So while I'm making dinner or cleaning the apartment, so I should listen to more work-related podcasts <laughs> to remain educated. But yeah, I try to use it to relax in my leisure time. Nice. Okay. Same here. I'm going to catch up with Floor 9 for a all start. All right. All okay. right. Some episodes of the uh, eMarketer podcast, okay. are, 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 can, uh, I've bookmarked them okay. uh, on interesting topics. But just like uh, Michelle and just like most listeners, I'm, 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 I'm assuming... People like it. people listen to to relax so and also feel their special interests right. could be sports comedy news um, society too yeah I love it what about you Christina I really like to read and catch up on the news in the morning but I find that I don't always have time to sit and have my coffee and read the news. Um, quite in the way that I would like to. So it's nice to put on a podcast first thing in the morning, get caught up on everything. And then I save the afternoon commute for things that are personally interesting to me, whether that's goop or whether that's (laughs) other fashion podcasts. Um, I, I try to do both, but I like it because it allows you to get information without having to sit and Yep. pay attention yep i completely agree i'm a very slow reader so i love listening because that way i can actually finish uh a story in less than an hour um or two hours however it takes me to read an article so for me it's education but also it's just easier for me to get the info straight to my noggin um so with that let's just dive straight into uh, the current state of the industry today Looking at the report, you know, what are some of like key takeaways uh, that you would want all listeners to know about um, from the report itself? I guess our main takeaway from the report is that podcasting is still fairly small in terms of listenership and mm-hmm. ad dollars. Uh, I think we found that about a third of Americans listen to podcasts on a monthly basis. Okay. And in terms of ad dollars, it's about 4% of the total audio market. But we think that it, there's a uh, a lot of room for growth in the space in terms of content, listenership, and ad dollars. Mm-hmm. And we're really looking forward to seeing how the space develops over the next five, ten years. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. So I guess when it when when it comes to advertising dollars, how is how is that projected to grow over the next five years? Uh, yeah. So for for this year, our uh, uh, estimate is seven hundred million dollars. Okay. 
which is just, as Michel said, just 4% of total audio advertising, which would include radio, traditional radio and, and the digital streaming pure players. In the next five years, we think it's going to grow beyond 1 billion, uh, 1.2 billion by 2023. And at that point, that will account for 15% of total wow. audio advertising in the US. Wow. And so I guess, wh- why do you guys think this is so attractive to advertisers? Like, I guess, like, you know, what's, what's funneling these ad, like, like, I guess, like this increase in ad dollars year over year? Because um, I think right now in the, in, in, in the report, it was an estimated that with the 700 million in ad sales this year, that's like a 40% growth over last year's um, overall ad dollars spent on podcasting. So I'm just curious to know from your perspective, like what do you think is driving this, this growth in um, advertising dollars shifting into podcasting? I think one thing that we heard a lot when talking to people and doing our research was this ability to reach an engaged listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that listen to podcasts, they develop a deep connection with the host. They listen to episode after episode of the same series, usually within a couple days after the latest episode comes out. And they're paying attention. There's not a lot of clutter in the podcast environment. There's maybe three or four ad breaks per episode. Mm-hmm. So it's a great way to reach people who are really invested in what they're listening to. Yeah, another another big uh, driver is the demographics of podcast listeners that are very attractive to brands. Uh, demographics that are sometimes hard or expensive to find elsewhere. Uh, so in the report, we, we noticed that the average podcast listener is younger mm-hmm. uh, than, than average, more affluent than average, more educated than average. Or let's say the average radio uh, listener, for instance, but also the average television listener. Um, and are they also very connected? Uh, the percentage of uh, of podcast listeners that uh, uh, are subscribed to Netflix or uh, have uh, smart speakers or, uh, or are daily Facebook or in- Instagram users is much higher than the general population. I've seen that as kind of like a uh, a way to reach the unreachables. That's kind of the framing that I've been putting around it, right? It's just like it's, it's a very uh, specific type of consumer that kind of all brands want to reach, um, and, and, and an environment where it's kind of a very personal, very intimate. Uh, it has this one to one connection that uh, is just very you know, special that you can kind of capitalize on uh, in, in in the world of spoken audio. Um, but wait, when it comes to the brands themselves, like how are they spending their ad dollars in the space? Like like what kind of uh, I guess advertisements are making the most impact. Is it host red ads? Are we seeing a shift more towards this like dynamic uh, insertedly ads? Is it kind of like sponsorship of episodes? Is it brands building their own podcast? It's like from your research, like what have you guys seen, uh, you know, brands kind of gravitate towards in the world of podcasts? Uh, We found that in terms of host red ads, uh, the majority are still host red around Mm -hmm. two thirds of ad dollars went towards host red ads. uh, I assume because, you know, those are the more impactful because people have built a relationship with the host. Although the share of, uh, what did we end up calling them in the report? Announcer red ads. Announcer red, okay. Over time. And then I think it's about 50-50 between baked in ads and dynamically inserted ads at this point with uh, the share of dynamically inserted ads increasing over the last couple of years, which is the trend we expect will continue. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, do you guys have any... As, as listeners, right? Like, do you have any preferred types of ads that you like to listen to? Because for me, I'm a big host red fanatic. Yeah. I think that, you know, this adds a lot more like, like contextual alignment from an advertiser perspective to the host um, show itself. It kind of like allows you to, in a sense, um, capitalize on that um, natural kind of like 
endorsement affinity, of your, yeah affinity yeah, yeah. of a yeah. of a product so i'm just kind of curious to hear from our our panel here just you know what kind of ads are you guys liking the most no i agree um, I, i'm more, more likely to listen to a ostred uh, mm-hmm. announcement uh, whereas if it's an announce announce announcer read uh, i might you know uh, fast forward right uh, to the end of the announcement the beauty of podcasting is that you can have host read ads that are dynamically inserted Mm-hmm. So you can combine the customization, the personalization of Ostred uh, ads with the ability to um, to um, to insert dynamically. We see this in many consumers, and I'm curious to see if you guys observed this as well in your report, is that consumers develop a pretty close relationship with the hosts that they go back to over and over. There are certain lifestyle podcasts that I listen to. There's one called Almost 30. There's one called Expanded um, that I trust the host's opinions a lot on Mm -hmm. um, how they go through their day, what products they use. And I think based on that trust, the ads that I've started noticing more and more and kind of gravitating towards are the ones where they talk about a product they use or they talk about a service they use um, they talk about how it fits into their life, why they like it. I know they're getting paid to do it. It's very obvious, but, um, I think their curation of the brands that they work with to me signals, um, it, it makes me trust their recommendations a bit more. And actually I know the space is so crowded in some of these product categories. So having someone that I trust their opinion in the form mm-hmm. of a podcast host, um, that for me has gone a long way. Yeah, absolutely. I I completely agree. Like that seems like to be one of the uh, I guess like the major benefits of advertising on a podcast, right? Is really getting to that uh, like affinity of a of a broadcaster or a host uh, and kind of capitalizing on that uh, for your for your brand and your product. I want to shift now into some content. Uh, so like looking at the report that you guys have put together. Um, are there any like interesting signals or insights into the type of content uh, that is really resonating well when it comes to advertising and brands and and brands and what they're spending on? One thing that I found interesting while we were putting together report the report was that uh, true crime podcasts are still obviously very still, popular. Still with a thing, all right. But they are kind of hard to advertise on mm-hmm. because not all brands want to be associated with a gritty story about a gruesome murder. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. (laughs) So we noticed that the top uh, genres in terms of advertising were more news and politics. Mm -hmm. Uh, The audio dramas were a big growth area, the scripted audio dramas, as well as uh, comedy, cooking cooking shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think edutainment and special interests, cooking, fashion, are, are, are great vehicles for brands. Um, when it comes to drama, I'm not so sure, uh, because again, listening to Homecoming, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, I felt the, uh, ad break was, was kind of hard to swallow because the risk is you get, it kills the mood mm-hmm. and it kills, uh, perhaps more critically the, the sound, uh, atmosphere that the mm-hmm. show is trying to establish. Uh, if you listen to that one, you'll notice that there is a special sound quality they try to create. And then suddenly you have an ad, f- you know, that's very jolly and uh, really in- 
you know, doesn't fit very well. Right. It kind of clashes against, you know, like that environment. It takes you out of the, um, the uh, kind of story that you've been yeah. put into from the host and the, themselves and, like, and, and, and that narrative. So then it can be, it can be more irritating than a, an announcement at the beginning of a show mm-hmm. uh, by, by the host, which is totally, totally fine for most people, I, I, I would assume. Yeah, but to that point, though, those dramas and kind of like true crime podcasts, those are the ones that have a lot, a lot of scale and reach, right? Like those, are the, I think those are some of the podcasts with the uh, largest audience. Um, so from that perspective, like there is still, I think, maybe a benefit to surround that type of content. But uh, to both of your points, it is uh, kind of... It might be difficult for some brands, given brand safety, as well as you know, like you have to really navigate you know how you insert yourself into the uh, conversation in a very natural way to make sure that you don't kind of break the fourth wall um, when it comes to the storytelling. So, notoriously though, today podcasting is uh, famous for attracting DR companies, uh, and in order for the industry to continue to grow, uh, to really hit this 1.2 billion that you guys have projected uh, for the industry. What needs to kind of happen, right? Like, like, what do we need to see to really get more brand advertisers on board uh, in order for um, this space to continue to grow? I think we are already seeing some big brands come into podcasting, not just the smaller DTC companies. Uh, We noticed that companies in the tech, travel, and finance sectors have been some early adopters to podcast advertising. And I think that space will continue to grow as more brands experiment with podcasts and start to see some ROI. Mm -hmm. So in terms of what's missing, uh, probably campaign analytics are Mm -hmm. the number one thing. The the lack or and or lack of standardization of um, audience measurement and and advertising currencies is is something that would hold, uh, you know, traditional marketers, big brands, big brands, uh, CMOs. Uh, However, they can start small. Uh, mm-hmm. they, and dedicate experimental money to to podcasting uh, without have, without yet having the the full range of uh, you know campaign metrics and ROI metrics that they would otherwise expect. But uh, clearly, there is uh, to go beyond exper- experimental money. Mm-hmm. Um, publishers and platforms will have to really uh, provide. Uh, provide agencies and marketers with um, the metrics they, they expect uh, right. to, 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 so for the money to become more significant. Yeah, and I think that's something that we're actually starting to see uh, in industry today as well. Uh, there are a few companies out there, for example, Barometric, Pod Sites, Chartable, uh, that are actually working with uh, the different hosting providers, the networks, the individual content creators themselves to either append um, an, an analytics prefix to the front of the RSS feed. So that way we can start getting some of these um, more advanced metrics. I use advanced very loosely. Uh, it'll be things like site visits. It'll be things like impression reads. It'll just give us more than just downloads and URL code redemptions as well, or promo code redemptions. Uh, we'll start to see um, you know, some metrics that we could use for Apple Funnel, like awareness, uh, to really kind of prove out, you know, how effective these campaigns are at actually driving, you know, just awareness of our brands. And 
very excitingly, um, some of these third-party analytic companies are actually able to retarget and build audience segments uh, for our social campaigns. So that way, we, ha- we have a more like holistic, uh, you know, marketing strategy. And this this is a way podcasting can now fit into that. So I think that's going to be something uh, that's really exciting. That's currently in development. It's 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 kind of coming to market now, and uh, you know, brands should be thinking about that as they are looking to venture into the podcasting space and seeing how it fits into their uh, media and and different marketing plans. Knowing that this is continuing to grow, uh, there has been um, a lot of conversation that we're in a podcasting bubble. So the ad dollars are, are still protected to grow. But uh, Christina, I'm super interested to hear from you. It's like, you know, do you think that, we, that we've hit peak podcasting? Do you think that we're in a bubble? Or is it just kind of, there's just been a lot of hype around it and there's just a bunch of cynics out there? I don't think that we're in a bubble. I think we see listenership to our Magna Friends point that is on the rise and we see the supply side also catching um, catching fire as well. I, and I think there are a host of new emergent devices that will even push podcast listenership forward. If you think about things like um, smart assistant speakers, smart assistant enabled speakers and voice technology, if you think about things like connected cars, if you think about things like AirPods and this rising trend of hearables and wearables, I think that will increase our time with audio and Mm -hmm. thereby increase um, our time with podcasting in an absolute way. Um, I also think that I don't think the market is tapped out yet in Mm -hmm. terms of consumers. I think there are new formats to experiment with. I think there are new topics. I think there are new lengths to experiment with. I don't think it's quite in a mature phase yet. It's growing, certainly, and um, certainly further than it was a couple years ago, but Um, I think the challenge is going to be because barriers to entry are so low for content creation. I think discoverability is going to be key. Mm -hmm. I think monetization is going to be key. Um, I expect to see a calling down at a certain point if discover, especially if discoverability can't be improved upon. Um, but no, I don't think that we're near saturation or a mature market in any way to your to your point when it comes from like the like like the major players in the space like they're just starting to invest more and more money in them right so just outside of brand dollars we see spotify uh has recently acquired uh gimlet media and anchor and are now oh and and parsec and are now in putting more money behind original podcasts apple uh is potentially in the works of shopping around for some content across some big media owners. Uh, so what, if that means exclusive content or not, we don't know, but they're looking, it seems to, uh, kind of put some more money into the, in the ecosystem themselves. Um, and even just talking to from on my side, talking to the different actual content creation houses, uh, they can't keep up with the demand um, from like a brand perspective, but also just like a publisher's perspective of creating new content. Um, so, Christina, to your point, I think we're going to see a lot more content be developed and figure out what works because uh, there are a lot more listeners that we have got to tap into. Just given the report saying that we've only hit about one third of the U.S. audience, uh, there's still you know 200 million people potentially out there that we could reach. Yeah, I, I think there's, there, are, there are no limits to what podcasts can 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 reach because we we know that in the in the video environment, on demand uh, mm-hmm. has has now become mainstream. There's no reason why uh, in the audio content world, on demand wouldn't uh, uh, grow that much, and it's still lagging behind. So I don't think uh, it's a we are in a bubble. And in terms of 
product production spending. We I don't have numbers for you, but I, I, I'm I'm ready to 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 uh, uh, to bet that the, the the total amount of the podcasting industry in production is equivalent to two or three uh, Netflix shows. You mm-hmm. know, if there's a bubble, maybe that would be there <laughs> in the in the VOD environment. But podcasting, uh, you know. Uh, to your point, uh, b- big boys are coming to the space, mm-hmm. uh, Spotify, iHeartMedia, possibly Amazon, Apple, maybe Netflix, why not one day? And when they do, they'll, they'll bring uh, uh, big, bigger production budgets, stars, and so on. And uh, it's time to explore, indeed, new shows that will uh, uh, help us engage the remaining two-thirds of Americans who don't yet uh, listen to podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with everything everyone said so far. I don't think we're in a podcasting bubble. I certainly think there are a lot of people who say, you know, I'm going to start a podcast because that's the trendy thing to do. And maybe without realizing how much work it takes to create an actually interesting, successful podcast. So then they fade out. But I think there is still an incredible demand from the consumer side for high quality content. And there's going to be a lot of innovation in terms of format. And yeah, the major players are coming in with big budgets to really create some high quality shows, maybe with uh, top voice actors like Rami Malek and Homecoming. Mm -hmm. Well, if there are any uh, major production studios listening to this right now, um, I've got a great voice, so please hire me. Uh, I'm happy to do it as a side project. But I did actually, you know, on, on the topic of starting podcasts or having ideas and starting podcasts, but then not going through with them, I had a great podcast idea today. It's a, it'll be a weekly show on Sundays called The Sunday Scaries, where you tell 15-minute ghost stories. <laughs> I like it. I would listen to that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so uh, who knows? Maybe we'll uh, start two episodes uh, as a floor nine splinter cell. So great. So, um, we can, so, that, so that really covers all of the U.S. market. Uh, but let, I would love to take a look at podcasting from a, a global perspective. Uh, so what does the report have to say about... Um, the global podcast industry and what's happening. So uh, in terms of global audio, we saw that global audio advertising revenues are roughly flat in 2019 and slowly decreasing around one to 2% per year. But we think that digital audio and podcasts in particular are a bright spot that are continuing to grow. Uh, The U.S. is definitely one of the more advanced markets in terms of consumption and ad spend. But we have noticed that in a lot of other markets in uh, APAC and Latin America and the Middle East, podcasting is starting to take off as well. Uh, There is surprisingly high listenership we found in a lot of Middle Eastern markets, which tend to be major digital consumers overall as well in terms of Facebook, YouTube. And then in uh, some of the European markets, podcast consumption is still slightly below where it is in the U.S., but catching up. And we think some of the key drivers globally are going to be uh, increased availability of content in local languages, as well as improvements in cell phone service like 5G rollouts and uh, car connectivity with Bluetooth, as well as the same drivers that we see in the U.S., you know, increased adoption of smart speakers you know, seeing proof of advertising effectiveness and podcasting, mm-hmm. et cetera. 
So that's super exciting. So I, I want to take a moment um, to talk about uh, the APAC region specifically because our regional ambassador, Sharon, uh, from APAC uh, out in Singapore uh, has actually put together uh, a POV on the podcasting and audio industry in her region. Uh, so I'd like to take a moment to uh, have her come on the podcast and give us her perspective on the industry. Across all of APAC, internet penetration, particularly mobile internet penetration, has continued to go way above the global average. This has paved the way for an accelerated growth of digital audio content in this region, led by music streaming services like Spotify and Troops that have amassed large user bases. The region, however, remains very diverse and the content market highly fragmented, driven by the hyper-local preferences of the consumer. Spoken audio content has therefore experienced very different rates of development across APAC, with China having already experienced a boom that has quickly plateaued. Developed digital markets like Australia, on the other hand, are currently augmenting their podcast platforms in a scaled manner, and emerging digital markets like India predicating a massive growth in the next 12 to 18 months. Thanks, Sharon. That was a great perspective on how podcasting and audio is developing uh, across the many different parts of the APAC region. Since you mentioned uh, China, one thing we, um, we discovered is that the Chinese market is quite different from the U.S. market in mm-hmm. terms of uh, business model. Uh, as it seems that a, a, a big part of the podcasting industry is actually funded by uh, by payments, by consumer payments, as opposed to advertising. And the the reason is people are, seem to be uh, happy to pay for educational content. So mm-hmm. it seems that in China, it's less about entertainment, but about uh, self-improvement and education. So on my commute, I'm learning English. Mm-hmm. Or uh, I'm, I'm, I'm working to pass a degree or something like that, which is a relatively small segment in the U.S., but apparently it's big in China. Yes, it's huge. Uh, I think also in China, they have this infrastructure set up to do that and, and to have like kind of like these micropayment transactions, uh, which is all facilitated through WeChat, which here in the U.S. we don't quite have yet. Uh, but that means potentially is an opportunity for uh, any startups out there to uh, kind of look into look into this monetization uh, aspect of the podcast industry here in the U.S. Um, and also the other point you made about uh, uh, micro local preferences, uh, mm-hmm. it, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't surprise us that spoken audio, spoken content would be very local because it, as we said, it's very linked to uh, local personalities, local hosts, and it's the, the whole history of radio is telling us that uh, uh, it's a hyper-local medium. That being said, uh, we noticed that some of the U.S. Uh, podcasts are popular in the rest of the English-speaking world. So uh, okay. some of them are would be in the top 20 in Australia or, uh, or Canada, obviously, or, or the U.K. Oh, so they, they do travel to a degree. Even in some non-English-speaking or non-native English-speaking countries as well. Like apparently The Daily Show with Trevor Noah mm-hmm. is, is very popular in, uh, in Trevor Noah's native country, South Africa. That would make sense. You know, he's yeah. you know, bringing it back to his roots, you know, like the, uh, the hometown in South Africa. Um, great. Well, when we take, I, I guess, you know, I, I want to end here with some brand takeaways. So we have a lot, we, we've discussed a lot from the state of the industry to the future of the industry to our favorite shows and everything in between. If you're a brand, I guess, you know, what are, what are some things that we should be recommending to them that they should be thinking about when it comes to audio? Yeah, I think there are a number of different opportunities and ways to get involved. Everything from a more low touch, high reach type proposition, i.e. ad insertion or 
um, some of the other advertising and media techniques that we talked about, um, all the way up to very high involvement, high investment, things like creating your own podcast. I think backing up from that, I think it's important to determine based on your consumer and their listening behavior and where their listening behavior is going, um, what audio means to that consumer and what your brand's right to win and right to play is within that space. Um, and then I think from there, you can start to think about how you back into a strategy that best, best fits the consumers that you're trying to serve. And then from there, develop test and learn plans and learning agendas uh, to make sure that you're hitting the right KPIs for your business. I think at this stage, uh, podcast advertising still isn't for every brand, but definitely it can fit into your strategy. It still is a fairly small niche audience that listens to podcasts. So if you're really trying to get that mass reach, you know, that's still not going to happen with podcasting. But as we've seen, the audience you can reach does tend to be a very high value audience and there's a lot of value to having the host that they feel a connection with read the ad. So the opportunity to reach high value audiences and again, audiences that are increasingly hard and expensive to reach through uh, other types of mass media. So uh, th th there will, could be the relevance of, of podcasting for brands right now. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll, I'll end with uh, analytics. Uh, some are here. It's on the way. It's developing. Uh, so brands, media teams, um, if you're working in the podcasting or thinking about working with podcasts, uh, start talking to your uh, publishers, like your, 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 your partners about uh, barometrics, pod sites, chartable, uh, you know, get them integrated. And so that way we can start seeing how uh, it impacts your uh, larger brand awareness metrics. You mentioned, we mentioned earlier that uh, one major inhibitor for future development in terms of advertising sales is the lack or lack of standardization of mm -hmm. audience measurement and currencies. But we should also mention that uh, this is getting better and the industry is organizing itself uh, to, to try to establish such standards. So we've, we, are, we have no doubt that it will in time uh, come to fruition. Well, um, where, can we, where can our listeners find the 2019 podcast report from the Magna team? Just like everything else we publish, uh, all Media Brown's colleagues can go to atlas.magnaglobal.com and download this report and every other report we do. Well, with that, if you're looking for more great content, please check out our website, ipglab.com. From there, you can access our Medium blog uh, and follow all the great content we have there. Uh, follow us on Twitter at ipglab and Instagram at ipglab. Uh, and if you like what you heard, share, tell a friend. Uh, whatever you can do, we greatly appreciate it. So thank you, and we'll talk soon.